Hello and welcome back to the Big C Church podcast, where we have challenging conversations to better the body of Christ, conversations to bring hope uh, in a a world and a church that is rapidly changing right now. Um, This is part of a series on men and women in the church, and I am so uh, looking forward to the conversation we're going to have today. With me is Scott Douglas, and um, I'll read what he, what his, he said about his bio and how to introduce him okay. uh, says a little bit okay. about it. And then I'm also going to say why I asked you to be on this. So how would you okay. like to introduce? I'm a follower of Jesus, husband to Carrie, dad to Sam and Gray, Grayson, Louisville fan, and he's wearing a Louisville Cardinals shirt, lead pastor at FBC Fairview Heights, Illinois, and eater of toasted ravioli. Toasted ravioli is very good. Um, it is very good. We have fallen in love with the St. Louis food scene. Oh, um, cool. And how can you not? It's cheese, pizza, and butter. There you go. That, <laughs> I know, awesome. I'm a Midwest gal, so that's like, I know no other. That, that's yeah, how exactly. Yeah. But um, so Scott and I were actually in the same doctoral program uh, in Louisville yeah. at the Southern Baptist Theological Seminary. Um, you gotta say the, the V. Yeah, yeah, his his um in the Ville and his his wife uh who was not his wife at the time she was uh ahead of me and Scott was behind and I remember playing basketball with you Scott in those e- evenings working off a long day of of class and so we've known yep. each other for gosh 12 13 years now at least but yeah. um and what I what I love what I want to have this why I want to have this conversation with you is um and I told you this just before we hit record that you have proved yourself to be a true and trusted brother in Christ and not just in the Baptist well brother way like like we've you know uh had messaging on Twitter or texting or whatever and I just um love your heart and um and uh you and Carrie and and your your growing you know your family as they're growing up so um I just trust that we can have a very open and honest conversation and continue mm-hmm. to love each other in that process yeah yeah, and that's why I'm here too. Is we've, um, I've enjoyed kind of watching your journey from afar, and and just um, I've always found you to be someone who is um, just like James says, quick to listen, mm-hmm. um, and and humble in your approach. So I've appreciated our friendship, and yeah, it's hard to believe we were playing basketball in the rec center 13 years ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's been a while now, so, and I look yeah. back. Um, well, so let's, you know, men and women of the church, I told you, I want to start, like, let's start with some loaded terms and some definitions. So, um, so egalitarian, complementarian, right? And, and you, mm-hmm. and we'll go a little bit in a, in a little while, we'll talk about like your denominational concepts, because you are still at this time serving in a Southern Baptist church. Yeah. And as we record this, it's not long after the annual convention, which you were there as mm-hmm. a, uh, were you mm-hmm. official messenger, but you were there yes. um, where they um, voted to disfellowship um, Rick Warren's church and several others. So this is like this hot topic and um, we were at the same institution. So like right now, egalitarian, complementarian, or some other thing, how would you describe yourself? And, and what does that, um, and you can use a word or even better, lots of words lots of words i can use yeah. lots of words yeah because there's more nuance um, there is a lot of nuance in this one and and it was um gosh it was probably a few years ago where someone sent me an article written by um adrian warnock and essentially he took the um egalitarian complementarian discussion and rather than looking at it as a binary you're either this or you're that he really put it on a spectrum and it was it was kind of like an aha moment because um, it, it helped to kind of see some of the nuance because even in complementarian circles, you're going to have varying degrees of complementarian and even in egalitarian circles, you're still going to see that, you know, even um, some of the some of the, the, the conversations that we're seeing kind of on the grand scale are um are aren't nuanced it's just kind of like all complementarians get lumped into one bucket and all egalitarians get lumped into another um really there's a lot of gray in the middle so if you're asking me where i am um i would i would say that i still have a lot of complementarian leanings um but it's kind of like the terms change meaning um over over time 
Um, I would say that I, I would be a, a Danvers complementarian, but I would say I am uncomfortable with kind of the trajectory that has come since then mm-hmm. um, it, in that where, where I, I believe we're kind of seeing some of those, those parameters of, of the guardrails of scripture getting pushed um, a little further than they, than they maybe need to be. Um, so while I, I, but I, I, I'm also not an egalitarian, um, which is just a, a convictional thing, but um, I'm, I'm looking for the person to write the book on the third wheel, on the third rail that, yeah. that is compliment. I feel like I, I heard it at the, the best of the convention. Um, I'm complimentarian, but I'm not a jerk about it. Yeah. And, and I think that's where, that's where I, I want to fall. Um, the, the language that Warnock uses is softer complementarian. Um, so that's where I would fall. Um, you know, as far as uh, theological convictions, biblical convictions. Um, but I think of like a woman could be um, a soccer referee and um, I, I can take directions from if my GPS was a woman's voice, I would be okay with it. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. yeah. And, and, and that's kind of where I would draw the line is that, you know, there's, there's instructions within the church, but then outside of that, um, you know, that's where I'm like, okay, guys, I think we're going a little too far here. So softer complementarian. How's well, that for a lot of words? Well, no, that is a lot of words. That's great. Um, and you talked about Danvers complementarian and just complementarian in general. How do you understand complementarian? Because like you said, some people hear that and go hierarchical authoritarian yes, whatever exactly. kind of thing um and i mean it can be different like some people can people can be complementarian in home and church or ministry mm-hmm. like john piper just mm-hmm. recently mm-hmm. said women shouldn't lead parachurch organizations for example you know right. and so keep teasing that out what what does complementarian yeah. mean to you and in what spheres yeah so i would say that you know when you when we look at the uh, the idea of of men and women complementing each other um it, it goes all the way from you know i think it's multi multi-spherical um that's the nice thing about having a doctor before our names we can we can make up words so that's multispherical right. Right. yeah um that that it's multispherical that there is a complement in um biology there's a complement in marriage there's a complement emotionally there's not that men are from mars women are from venus where again it's that binary or love and respect, you know, but um, where there's overlap and we we complement each other's unique standing um, and unique makeup and really kind of the, the way I see men and women complementing each other is it brings to full bear the image of God. Um, Genesis tells us that men and women are created in the image of God after in, in and after his image and likeness. But men don't have the monopoly on what it means to be image bearers. Women don't have the monopoly on what it means to be image bearers. So comp- they complement each other by bringing together that, that fullness of the image of God. Um, and that's why, I, you know, that's why I think marriage is a big deal um, because I think marriage brings that together. Um, this, uh, another sphere is within the context of um, the church. And, and Paul uses that discussion in, in Ephesians 5, talking about um, the headship of Christ and um, draws those connections. But that that headship doesn't necessarily mean hierarchy. Um, and I think that's where we where where at least my pushback on kind of the trajectory of complementarian is that we're taking something that is supposed to fill and we're trying to rank order it. And you're seeing that with, um, you know, kind of the, the eternal functional subordination discussions. Um, you, you see that where, where those fears kind of get taken out. And I mean, if you get in like the deep dark places on Christian Twitter, you'll like, there was, I saw uh, someone that, that said the quiet part out loud, women are made in the image of man, not the image of God. And I yeah. went, Oh, so we're, so we're going there now. Um, yeah. With that, with that said, you know, I think there's there's the the two spheres that that scripture that we believe, that I believe speaks explicitly on, and there's there's lots of room wiggle room for interpretation is the home and the church and headship in the home headship in the church does not look like um, authoritarian does not look like um, overbearing does not look like hierarchy it is it is servant driven. Um, the, the pattern for a husband is the, the pattern of Christ. Um, 
who serves his bride, who loves his bride, who washes his bride's feet. That's not someone who says, you know, I'm the, I'm the, the king of my home. Um, and, and so that's where those come. Once you get outside of that, then, you know, whether it's the, the civic realm or the political or the, the cultural, um, you know, we do have biblical witness that women were civil leaders in scripture. Um, Old Testament, you've got Deborah, um, and you've got um, oh, Jail, um, with my one of my favorite stories of the yes, the tent the, peg, the, yeah, <laughs> the tent peg, um, yeah. and then in the New Nobody Testament, preaches have, on that one, Scott. Yeah, I know. We need to no, go through judges, avoid Maybe. judges a lot. <laughs> that's that's where my Bible reading plan has been was a few weeks ago. Oh, wow. I was like, oh yeah. man, I need to go through this sometime, yeah, yeah. um. So, so even in that, you know, you have women who have positions of, of prominence, positions of authority, positions even within the church that may not necessarily be elder qualified, um, that are still playing a big role. You know, Priscilla's mentioned first, and, and I know, you know, that makes people uncomfortable. I was going to say, don't, don't, yeah, we, we are recording we now, so careful. Yeah, careful, <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll lose my, uh, I'll lose my, my, my membership card at some point here, but um, you know, that we can't overlook that and, and just say, you know, oh, well, this is, this is hierarchy when even the new Testament bears witness of, of that. And I think, again, that's a big difference. And this is where like, I pushed back on Saddleback's argument of, you know, kind of their, their take of um, the first, first preachers of the resurrection were women. Yes, absolutely. But that's not elder qualified. That's that's a dis- that I I would say that that is apples and oranges. Yeah. Um. So that's where so that's where 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 I would kind of fall on the yeah. on the spheres. Um. I'm married to the smarter, to the the better talented, to the more gifted one. Um. And and I have no I'm I'm not insecure about that. Um. I I love for her to exercise her gifts. I love for her to exercise her her um her spiritual gifts her abilities she's the better teacher than the two of us and you know unfortunately i've seen um i've seen the other side of that um you know in some of the circles you and i have run in you yep. do kind of get the the and and i'm sure that's been your experience as a woman in those um but i know carrie one of carrie's lines that she often used was she wasn't sure if she was wanted in those spaces yeah and um and and was threatening and she's like the nicest person you'll ever meet so yeah. Yeah. but but also a strong woman and a great leader and a great teacher yeah. yeah 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 i appreciate you teasing all that out um like like we said i think people tend to lump just into you know extremes mm-hmm. of either side and um i mean i would call myself egalitarian now but like our, def- uh, I think our, you and my practice probably differs very little in, I think, mm-hmm. mutuality in our marriages, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. like I, I know that you recently moved uh, um, to St. Louis area from Florida. And I, and I know just knowing you and knowing Carrie that you didn't say, Hey, pack the stuff we're moving. You know, that, yeah. that was a, a mutual discernment process, you know, yeah. and, and, um and, and so I, you know, I think we're, you and I would, would, uh, differ would probably just be on the the roles within the church piece you yeah. know um, yeah I would, and, I would say so and yeah and so I, know, I mean yeah. I feel like you're mostly describing mu- what I would call mutuality you know and yeah. like a and a true you know that's what complementary truly complementing right you know and that's where I mean we that's that's kind of it, it's we believe it's a, it's a way of, of flourishing within marriage is that you know, everything I do is for her good, um, or at least try to, um, every decision funnels through what is best, what is going to make, um, what is going to make our family stronger, what's going to be for our best interests. And, um, you know, it's, it's, there, there are times where, you know, we've, we've had discussions and like, it's been, yeah, your idea makes more sense, you know? And so we'll go with that. Um, but I, but we 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 I don't think it's in contrast with you know Ephesians five at all to have that mutuality. You're one flesh. Like yeah. that's where I don't understand some of the 
some of the, the and, and again, it's like you said, you know, there's, it's not either extreme, but like the, on the other side of the guardrails of, you know, pack your bags, woman, we're going overseas. Yeah. Okay. Well, time out, you know, yeah, yeah. where is wisdom? Where does wisdom reign in this? Yeah. 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 You know, you talked about Carrie's experience at, at our, where we were at a doctoral program and I, <laughs> I think I've told you this. I joke that I like to thank um, and I can say this on on record because <laughs> I, I like to thank Southern, the Southern Baptist Theological Seminary for turning me into a full blown Arminian egalitarian. <laughs> that that I, is probably not going to be in the uh, student. Um, no, no, exactly. That's not going to be the alumni magazine. And so, and wow. that's exactly the opposite of what they were trying to do. I mean, they were right. so strong in that. And I came from, so I came from, I would say a soft complementarian background. It wasn't um, yeah. the defining thing like it is in some of these circles that we've, we've been in. Right. It was just kind of the assumed way, but, but most marriages probably were functionally kind of mutual, you know, and, yeah. and that kind of thing. And then I got to Denver seminary as a master's student and um, that, that stuff like the CBMW uh, council for biblical manhood and womanhood. And, um, mm -hmm. uh, you know, the, why am I the other one, biblical Christians for biblical equality was just becoming yeah. a thing. And so people said, did you come to Denver seminary? Cause it was egalitarian. I'm like, I have no idea what that is. I came here cause God called me yeah. to seminary and to vocational ministry. And he, and he gifted me in certain ways. And I didn't, yeah. I no, I never had designs on being a senior pastor. And so as youth, you know, youth worker, youth minister, that was that was okay, right? I could have been a missionary or a teacher or whatever, but I also right. didn't come from those strong circles. So so it wasn't till I got to, really to Southern that, that it was such a big deal. And yes. I remember sitting in a, a colloquium that we had to take on gender roles in ministry in the home with someone from CBMW. Um and the, the instructor said there, what you believe about women's roles is a, they called it a second tier heresy issue. Yeah. And, and, I'm, and first yeah. I'm like, first of all, um, is there second tiers? Either you're a heretic or not. Like what's the punishment right. for second tier? I mean, you just boil right. in hot water for a little bit, but you don't kill them. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Is it purgatory? Right. And then, we, but it's like, yeah, are you in the waiting room? Really? A heresy? Yeah. Issue. And the professor said, went on to say, um, I would not automatically say that you're not a Christian if you think women can be leaders, but dot, 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 and left that possibility open. And he was so yeah. among not everybody there, but the spirit among those who held to those things so strongly, the, the spirit and behaviors were so not Christ-like that I was just like this isn't showing up in, in, you're not, to me, they weren't smelling like Jesus. And it's not all people at Southern, ba Southern, and it's never all Southern Baptists, but they're making a big issue of this, as you know, right? I mean, you're sitting in the thick of right. it, you know? And, and yeah. so I was just like, whoa. And so I went, okay, I need to figure out what I, where I do land on this mm -hmm. because this institution is demanding that I take a stand, you know, and they wanted, you know, they didn't right. ask me to sign, but, um, I do believe I would not have gotten accepted into the program that we graduated from, or they would have asked a lot more questions because of the changes that were happening. Because of the personnel. changes that were happening. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that yeah. were happening. And, and we, and we've heard stories of everything from um, women being told, you know, what are you doing here? Whose seat yeah. did you take? Oh yeah. Um, dissertations being held up Ugh. by female students because supervisors it, there was kind of the tacit, if you're a woman in these circles, you are either an egalitarian, a liberal or a, or a feminist. And yeah. we don't want our name a, attached to this. And yeah, I mean, I, and I think that's where, where I think, I think the, the people in, in, in my, my world, um, cause I still kind of walk in these circles. I don't walk with, walk in them as tightly as before. Yep. Um, yeah. But you know, they're, it, I'm, I, we're still part of the, the SBC. So I'm in that, yeah. I'm in that world. And I think we have to, we have to be willing to, to ask ourselves, ha, you know, where have our convictions borne bad fruit? Mm -hmm. And is that, and I, and I, this is where I would, this is where I would disagree with people who, who I admire, like, like a Sheila Gregor, who has been very helpful in just helping to see blind spots. 
um, she would say the convictions are the bad fruit. And, and I would say that I would, I would push back that it is, it has been misapplied convictions or in some of these cases, yeah, bad actors yeah. that are leveraging it because it is a, it, it is a boys club and, and it does kind of reinforce some of those old stereotypes and care. And, and look, the reason why the characters are there because they're true. Um, I, I heard that exact same thing. Um, Carrie was Carrie's dissertation was on gender roles in seminaries. Wow! And when she would approach, she was basically kind of like, "Look, we're this is too hot topic. We don't want we don't want you polling our students because this could get used." Wow! And and so she had very limited access, even though hers was so. I mean, it was so benign. It was like basically, do you learn? Like, is there a difference in how you learn based on your your convictions or if it's a female teacher? That was that was it. Like, it was just kind of like, I mean, it was the least threatening thing. But because yeah. and this was and this was 2010s. This wasn't this wasn't last month at the SBC. This was yeah. this was several years ago yeah. um, that that it had been kind of fermenting. And yeah, and I think that's where you know, those, those lines of, like you said, I, I, I hadn't heard that one in a while. I forgot about that. The second tier heresy where it's like, okay, one, we got to stop throwing these hammer words around, you know, yeah, heretic, um, cheater. Um, well, the and, latest one was um, the, oh, the guy who's part of that really conservative, you know, res- network, whatever. Um, oh that, yeah, yeah, the, yeah. Yeah. Theological transgender. Transgender. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. What? It, it, yeah. Well, he's blocked me on Twitter. So. Um, oh, well, congrats. Oh, well, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I know. It's kind of like, <laughs> oh, well, thank you. I know. Um, but um, yeah, we're, 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 okay. Let's, let's, let's use the theological triage because I do think, I, I think that is one of the, the most helpful things I've ever come across of discerning what, what are big deals and, and what are not. Um, you know, can, can churches kind of look at, at gender as a third tier, kind of a adiaphora, no big deal. Like, eh, you know, it's like block charge. Eh, it could go either way. Right. It's fine. That's right. Um, <laughs> My basketball know. friend. Yes. Yes. Oh yeah. I'm, 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 wor- I'm going to try to work in as many of those as I yeah, can. Yeah, that's great. I know. I don't have my Carolina third- stuff nearby. Yeah. um where it's third tier no i don't think it is i don't think we can kind of reduce that to like bible translation preference worship style you know where it's preferences i think it's i think it's a big enough deal that we we actually have to kind of land on something um and and is it first tier like are are egalitarians going to be in heaven um the short answer is yes (laughs) because i don't remember you're stuck with me i mean we're stuck with which is fine yeah we're gonna have a great time Pick up games. your side of the streets. Your side of the streets probably going to be more fun. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, but you know, in the middle is that second tier, and second tier isn't unimportant, um, but it's not like this, you know, questioning of salvation. Like if you if you were to not deny the Trinity, yeah, we're having a totally different discussion. If you were like, hey, multiple paths lead to God, okay, these are big deal things. Where we fall on interpreting First Timothy three and Galatians and um, navigating this, it has to be more nuanced because it, it cannot be heresy. If it is heresy, you are saying that it is impossible to to know Christ and and yeah. hold to this. Yeah. Um, and and so if we're going to do the kind of lumping in, that that means we have to discount. A significant number of um, scholars and theologians who hold to different convictions, but are inerrantists. Um, they're evangelical. They hold a Bevington's quadrilateral. They they are not. Um, they are their their lives are matching up with it. Um, they just happen to fall on this, and it's kind of one of the things that that I rolled by. I rolled my eyes a lot in New Orleans, but one of the things I rolled my eyes at a lot was that egalitarianism is the slippery slope to liberalism and okay you know yes you do see some main a lot of mainline churches that would probably not you know be able to sign off on on the baptist faith and message 
um, that tend to be a little bit more um, liberal in, in terms of theology and practice. But man, you got the assemblies of God. <laughs> like they're further to the right than we are. Yeah. And they're cool with it. So yeah. either we have to address that or we have to ignore it and and just pretend that it's not there. And and that's where I think where conversations like this are helpful because we're not tagging labels on on these. Um, you know, where we recognize that you and I you and I are brothers and sisters in Christ. Yeah. Could we plant a church together? Probably not. And I'm okay with that. Yeah. Could we, if, if there was a, an evangelistic crusade in, in St. Louis and you were in town and you were a counselor for it. Yeah. Like I would have no problems like saying, go, go talk to Angie. Um, I, I would have no problems in, in any number of things. There's, there's some just convictional things that are important, but they're not essential. And I think that's where this has to get, where we, at least my side just has to be honest with its terminology. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. I would miss you at the church I planted. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Yeah. We actually, I'm at a church right now that's co-pastored by a husband and wife, and it's just been so beautiful to watch for me. Yeah. um, Yeah. Because like Carrie, you know, her experience in seminary and, and those circles was, um, you know, uh, like, well, I had similar experiences, just people didn't know what to to do with me. But, and so they told me mm-hmm. that I was fundamentally flawed. <laughs> yes. For, yeah. for being a woman who has a, I mean, God clearly called me into, mm-hmm vocational ministry now it wasn't the pastorate mm-hmm. or a particular role and gifted mm-hmm. me in certain ways and and you know i felt like the spirit after me trying to be somebody else for so mm-hmm. long god said what are you doing mm-hmm. you know and so um and so you know what i what i think is that for i agree with you this is not a salvific issue that's why it concerns yeah. me that it's part of the baptist faith and message it's just like i mean right that's where like part of rick's warren's thing saying Baptists have agreed to disagree about things. Is this confessional status? You know, kind of mm-hmm. thing. Is mm-hmm. it important? Yes. Is it confessional? Mm-hmm. Okay. You know, kind of mm-hmm. kind of thing. And um, but I think our the you know I, I believe the reality of our God given calling. Um, I don't I I don't see in Scripture any any difference in God, um, calling individually or gifting by gender. Mm-hmm. I do see. Mm-hmm. I do see the case or why people can make a case for the exercise of that in certain mm-hmm. spheres. Mm-hmm. Um, but but mm-hmm. I just say our God-given calling is lived out in the reality of human systems. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, and I think, um, you know, we talked a little bit at this, at, uh, more toward the beginning about um, power. And I, like you said, it's like, there's this one down kind of thing. I feel like there we've, mm-hmm. Uh, both sides we can view power as a zero-sum game and so if somebody Mm -hmm. has it somebody else automatically doesn't now sometimes that is the case but if it's truly partnership dave and i talk about Mm -hmm. what's going to make us both like exclamation points in our our marriage and our ministry you know like Mm -hmm. full flourishing which i think is falling from the imago day you know so so that's where where i'm coming you know from and so um, yeah, I think like we, we, I think we, there's those a few nuances where we'd, um, you and I would divide, but it, I, it, it should not. And for us, thankfully does not diminish our fellowship. And so, you know, right. in those circles, I'm going right. either way, I can't have fellowship with you because of this. Ah, uh, ah, uh, that I feel right. like then we're missing the, imago, we're yeah. missing the unity yeah. of the body. Yes. Yeah. And, and that's where, you know, and I think that's where part of the, the, the conversation and, and New Orleans isn't, you know, the other thing that gets out is like, this is a, it's a fixed issue in the SBC. Um, yeah. You know, unfortunately, page two of the new story um, is where you talk about how slow the machinations are in the convention and how, um, how this doesn't necessarily lock everything in. um automatically and you know the 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 the, one of the things that i think is is helpful is that distinction between fellowship and cooperation 
um, or fellowship and, and um, partnership um, that, that there may be some things. I mean, it's the same thing we would say, like, I would say baptism is a second order, you know, thing as well. I would say um, uh, church governance is a second tier issue um, that, you know, we, we, we ought have fellowship with the capital C church um, because we're going to be together forever. So we might as well learn to get along now. Um, And if, if, if our philosophy of, fellowship is everybody stinks but us heaven if i'm not going to go there um right. heaven could be a very lonely place for yeah. some people um and it, and it's going to be very surprising to them yeah um but i think that's the i think that's the the extravagance of grace is that god doesn't and, and it's and i have i have i've encouraged people who um you know feel this this sense of divine call and it may not fit where where our church our churches may be comfortable, but I can also you know I've done this with with weddings and with people that have different perspectives on some maybe cultural social issues that that our church um, holds to, and and I've encouraged them said you know this is one of those things where where I'm, rather than argue with you if if you are convicted of this there are places where you can exercise those gifts and, and, and flourish as, as you see, as your conscience um, is comfortable, which is, you know, that's, that's one of our Baptist distinctives is, is soul freedom. And um, so, yeah, I mean, I I think there's, I think there's some, some, some nuances and, and what it feels like because social media just amplifies this is that we just, we, we don't talk, with we talk at we don't um, or past we don't even see the person at all sometimes you know it's just yeah yeah. it's yeah it's 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 a thing it's a it's it's not not a you it's a it's an it yeah that that we're dealing with and um you know and, and that's where that's where like i was i was grateful that at least the the atmosphere in the room on on those votes um were you know overwhelmingly yes in line with these stated convictions kind of the guiding ethos of the convention but at the same time it was with the recognition that these are still brothers and sisters in christ it's just that this is outside of of where um where where we feel look our church is using getting ready to start divorce care guess where that came from that's from saddleback yeah um yeah. we are we are happily using it um i i still ha- i did not throw away my copy of purpose driven life um, yeah what about beth moore uh, do you still have beth moore in your house you know it's like <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean i still follow her on twitter so yeah. you know and yeah. and i think that's where we have to recognize that just because someone may be outside of 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 these 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 partner this this level of partnership it it doesn't discount their their salvation their testimony their convictions it's just this is where this is some you know where where it becomes problematic is rather than than seeing it as kind of like a a, of a of a new new community or or a a neighbor where we look at them as an enemy or a combatant and we either chase them out we shoot them out or we guard against them yeah. um you know anyone who thinks that the southern baptist convention is is drifting liberal has either one not been paying attention or two has no idea what an actual theological liberal looks like yeah uh, <laughs> yeah 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 so, exactly um that's just to sell books and get your conferences and your documentaries published you know that's it's it's a grift so. yeah yeah um, you know, you and I were, uh, what what led to this invitation was actually, um, you know, during the um, annual convention in New Orleans and you, you were tweeting and I was watching that. And then we started uh, DMing on Twitter and um, you said you're, you were wondering whether, and I don't remember the exact words, so you can correct me, but if, you know, but you probably have it there. You were like wondering in light of some of the really polarized conversations and the really strident, it's like, wondering if you can be complementarian and not have all the like do you do you have it in front of you are you looking it up yeah um i was looking it up to see 
And I, and I'm just wondering where, what you're thinking, um, you know, these days about that, because like you said, some people would say, no, absolutely not. They're part and parcel. They go together. But mm-hmm. I have brothers like you and sisters who mm-hmm. are complementarian and it has not done the least to break our fellowship. You know, while you're looking at that, mm-hmm. one of the things I realized um, in, so- in my time at Southern and in just different circles helped me realize, I grew up thinking Christianity was like one circle, like a Venn diagram. And then um, an evangelicalism overlapped that like mm-hmm. Protestant evangelical Christianity of a certain very conservative, you know, flavor that and Christianity were one and the same. And then I started meeting Christian egalitarians and dare mm-hmm. I say Christian Catholics. And, you know, like I, I started whoa, realizing whoa, like, whoa, whoa. I know exactly. Hey. Right. I, <laughs> listeners, we are, t- we are joke. We are saying this tongue in cheek, but like, I just, I was like, wow, the kingdom, the tent is so much bigger than I was taught. And so I think that's one of the things that really bother is, is, is any group that claims to, to they're the boundary keepers, you know, and, and, and it's their definition. And so it's really, and it's under the guise of inerrancy or, you know, well, we hold a high view of scripture. Well, like you said, so do I, and we came to different conclusions. We have different interpretations. So our interpretations are not inerrant. Mm -hmm. So I was trying to find it and it's like, which time did I poke the bear? Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Is the bear me or on Twitter? I, no. say, I don't think you ever uh, poked it with me. I, I think there's, I think, yeah, there was, I'm trying to remember if it was where I was talking about just the, the, the 30 year fighting in the convention. That's, that's one of the things I've, I've, I've lamented. And, and the other is, um, you know, are, are we, and I think it's, I think the convention as a whole has to ask itself, um, are we, do we want to be fundamentalist or do we want to be evangelical? Um, And, and I think there's, there's strident differences between those. Mm -hmm. Um, Fundamentalist is always looking for the, when I, and and all of those are loaded terms. So I feel like I should clarify a little bit of that. But fundamentalist is always looking for who is not, who is next to be excluded, um, who does not fit. And, um, you know, the, one of the lines that, that I heard a few couple of years ago at the SBC was, well, or in, in, in the auditorium or in the somewhere, um, was, well, when you do a big enough tent, you're going to end up with, with some clowns and yeah, you know, yeah. But, um, you know, do we want to, is, is the goal to restrict to the point where, um, it, you know, there's only going to be like founders and the CBN left and eventually they'll turn right. on each other because that's what you do when yeah. you're always looking for the next enemy, yep. you will eventually turn on your friends. Um, and, 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 and the other side is, is not, and it's not like a naivete, you know, to say, is the, should the convention be evangelical? Um, when I, when I say that, you know, evangelical isn't a, a voting term. It, it, it is, it is grounded in convictions. It's grounded in um, kind of uh, theological presuppositions. Um, but it's also willing to say, what are the healthy boundaries of cooperation where you and I may not have to be uniform in order for us to partner Um and I think that's the tension point at, in the convention is that, and, and I'll, I'll say this, I mean, you know, um, the, the far right elements in the convention, the founders, the CBN crowd are, this is going to get me in trouble. Um, that's okay. They're the not going to listen because it's hosted they're by not women. Listen so, a I mean, yeah, right. So exactly. it's, it's a yeah. podcast hosted okay. by a woman. So they're right. automatically not going to listen. Yeah. I, I would say they are probably, they are the Yorkie of the SBC. They make a lot of noise. Yeah. They drum up a lot of drama on Twitter. Yeah. But when it comes to the the actual business that matters, yeah, they have lost more than Louisville lost last year. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. They, That's they a have lot. Been, yeah. That is a lot. They have been soundly and roundly outvoted. 
every time. Yeah. And the and it's because I I fully believe the mess the convention as a whole is not fooled. Um, yeah. We 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 may have some some convictions, and and I think the 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 some of the proposals that were coming up on the floor and and happening around it are going to be helpful because the the very definition of southern baptist cooperation and to your listeners who may not be familiar with with who we are um the southern baptist convention does is not a is not a creedal um we do not have a a statement of faith that is binding on the churches um our, our churches it, are but don't you think the baptist faith and message is becoming that if if in i think in theory that's the ideal yeah, but that's i, I think, think that's that is, part of what yeah. rick was saying like this is not being yeah. southern baptist regardless of right. where you land on the theologically right i, I would know. say so i would say it is yeah. i would say it is turning that yeah. way and it's and 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 that's where i think it's going to have to be we have to be careful how we we approach the next 12 months ahead of Indianapolis, because as, as significant as New Orleans was, Indianapolis is where this gets etched in granite. Yes. Um, yeah. You know, and, and that is where, and, and that is where I think over the next 12 months, we have to, you know, we have the, the definition of cooperation is um, in the constitution, um, a, a statement of faith or faith and practice that is, that, is closely aligned with yeah. the conventions stated. Yeah, that's that that you know it, it was a question that got asked um, last year in Anaheim. How close is close enough? Right, and and I think that is I think that is one that that has to get asked, especially now that we've started to include this language of um, you know adding into um, adding a potential constitutional amendment. So there, there are a handful of, of stated examples that a church would fall out of cooperation if, if they have these, they've been responses to, um, not even doctrine. It's been practice and it's, um, it's sinful practice. So it has to do with sex abuse. It has to do with racism. Um, it has to do with, um, um, with homosexuality that, that would, would, automatically kind of say okay you know we've we've been pretty clear where we are on these and while i while i am i am all about clarity because again this is this doesn't make the press but um the earliest discussions when when the convention adopted the statement of faith in 2000 with with statements from committee members that were on it were that they were this idea of the, the the office of pastor is reserved for qualified men only spoke to the lead pastor yeah. in, in a church or a senior pastor to use the to use the 20th century language yeah and so since then it's kind of gotten broadened out to well what is that now rather than get into the constitutional nuance of that it's an ecclesiological problem that that churches are, are using a, a word for positions that that may you know it's just it's yeah. it's it's sloppy ecclesiology um i think i think that's what i think and and you can't fix sloppy ecclesiology by like automatically lumping all of this together yeah because yeah. for 20 years and and i heard it while i was an mdiv student at southern that it was speaking specifically about this office yeah and and you know did they mean something different by that does should should we look at you know uh but this goes back to just whole discussions of what it means to call someone a pastor you know do yeah. you just call someone a pastor because they do ministry work yeah no i don't yeah. think so and well and and well and i would say you know this is a whole nother conversation maybe we'll have down the road do you call someone a there are senior pastors who not who are not pastoral. They're not pastoring either. You know, right. they're they're CEOs, right. and so you know right. we, we broadly apply that term in right. you know multiple ways. I had Scott McKnight on the podcast, and we talked about um, is as part of the um, Pastors and Power series. Are senior pastors biblical? You know, and and what like even models you know of, of governance that was that was a fun one. Y'all can check out. But, oh, I bet. Yeah, oh. yeah. So, yeah. Well, you were in. You know, one of the things um, I saw on on social media. You know, there was a lot 
coming out of <laughs> New Orleans, right? From all over the place, right? Um, and so one of the things I was seeing was, first of all, this whole thing about are they going to oust Saddleback and and why and who mm-hmm. and all that stuff. And then, then the other couple churches that were uh, in that vote as well and, um, or that package of things. And then people, then I started talking about the sexual abuse stuff. And it was like what I was hearing or people were reporting was, oh, the Southern Baptists are more concerned about kicking out women than about sex abusers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You were in the room where where it happened. What's mm-hmm. your sense of general Baptistness around that statement? Is that even remotely accurate? Or is it, again, there's fee- a few who are leading things and they're giving it a bad name? Um, I would I would say... I would say it is not accurate um, to say that that we were we were more concerned about you know ousting Saddleback than addressing sex abuse. Yeah, um, I mean, I I, I I know you personally. I yeah. mean, it can't be we all because you are the. Ex- I mean, if even if you were the yeah. only one, yeah, I know um, that you're not more concerned about kicking women out than right. Sexual I, abuse. I think I think there's I so the whole discussion of 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 sex abuse in the SBC is that could be its whole, a whole sure. own yeah. episode. Yeah. Um, what, what I think happened that, that is, that is slowing down any meaningful progress mm. um, is I, I'll, I'll I, I will say it. I think there's some bad actors yep. who let's be honest there any organization with billions of dollars in assets thousands of people with jobs and connections mm-hmm. there's always going to be a political mindset to it it's one of the things that is kind of the gross underbelly of denominational life is that there are kind of these these backroom discussions yeah um and I think a protection of the institution. I mean, like, you, I mean, yes. some of the committee yes. members, you know, even last year when they were about the report and stuff, it's like, well, we shouldn't release this because, it, you know, we, we start becoming concerned with liability. Right. You know, yeah. and, 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 and it's not just the SBC. Is, I know that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And and that's where that's where, you know, the 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 obstacle for any significant change has always been. There is not escalating liability in the SBC because we're we're not a top down hierarchy you know so so when the executive committee is is kind of um wrestling with what do they do with it you know 901 commerce street in nashville has no authority over us um they they work for me um as as a pastor they work for first baptist fairview heights it's not the other way around and so it makes kind of these discussions difficult and so taking you know a, a, a convention of almost 50,000 churches that has no kind of centralized structure and trying to figure out how do we, how do we work meaningful change into it? Um, you know, is, is going to be And, and I, I hate to say it, it's going to take a decade probably to, yeah. to figure all of this out. Yeah. Um, because there's so many, there's so many issues. Um, there's, there's institutional protection, there's, there's bad actors. And then there's just a lot of it that is a very complicated structure. Um, and so, you know, the, 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 uh, task force that, that Bart appointed last year brought, brought some meaningful things together to the, to the floor that were overwhelmingly, um, I wouldn't say unanimous um, from where we were sitting. It was kind of hard to see the back of the auditorium, um, but it was overwhelmingly in favor of what they were proposing. Yeah. Um, so there is a ministry check database um, that is that is put together. Um, it's not enough, but it's a significant step. Yeah. Um, the the hard thing is going to be that there there is an intentional misinformation of what it means to be credibly accused Hmm. and and so you have that and then you have guidepost and the tweet heard around the world last year yeah that just automatically just lit you know there's always something that just throws a grenade into the convention and that was that was the grenade this year that yeah you know they and 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 i say this if if there was a unicorn 
if there was a if there was a Christian, um, biblically liter biblically centered, um, not all of those things that could handle this, yeah, go with that because they're going to understand not just the, the 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 legal aspect but the spiritual aspect of this. The problem is is that doesn't exist. Yeah, and so in a in a in a fallen world it's it's the the it's not a binary choice of do some do do this or do nothing it's you know we can't do nothing and this isn't the the dream so let's take the best available option and you know it guide like when they when they released their criterion guidepost was overwhelmingly the the top one it was like okay but given the climate this is where it's okay to take the second place if it's close enough. Yeah. And, and for the sake of the, the task force, I, I wish they had taken the second option. I wish that they had brought something out because what that did was it changed the tenor of the convention from, or the discussion of sex abuse from, okay, let's, let's work through this to kind of a culture warring mindset. And in yeah. the culture war mindset, truth and reality are, are secondary to, um, you know, whatever, whatever aim you're trying to get, whatever, whatever win you're trying to score. Um, and so there wasn't any, there was nothing fruitful that was going to come from that, unfortunately. Yeah. I just, I just love talking to you. Um, just like I said, we like, we can just talk honestly and go like, there's just so much more nuance to it, you know? And, Mm -hmm. Um, it will be yeah. interesting to see. I mean, this is a, a denomination with a long history, not always a long, great history, but a lot of, you know, yeah. I mean, it's like, it's, it's, it's a sinful institution, like, because it's made up of, yeah. you know, it's, it, it yeah, it, it, is there, you know, what, what keeps me in it, it isn't the, the, the bad news. It, what keeps me in it is that um, it is, we can still together do more you know, we're an independent church. We're not, yeah. we're not obligated, but we, we choose to because we believe that this is the, the best way for us to yeah. advance the gospel to the nations. And along yeah. the way, yeah, there's a whole lot of messy stuff that, that yeah. has to get, that has to get sorted out. Um, I, I am confident that we will get it right. Um, I, I think I heard it from, I'm trying to remember, I wish I could remember my sources on this one, but um, essentially the, the quote was Southern Baptists get it right. Usually after they've exhausted all of their options. Oh, I and, love that. That's great. Um, <laughs> we try hard to not get it right, but eventually we find it. It finds Sometimes us. we cannot get out of our own way. Several years ago, there was a whole big, whole big thing about um, the Confederate flag and, and taking a stand on it. And it took like, three votes and a whole lot of other stuff to get that through they got it right yeah it took it took a while but they did get it right and i think eventually we are going to get we are going to not get the sex sex abuse stuff right because there's always going to be room for improvement but in in a few years we are going to be further ahead um, and we're seeing that, you know, the, we're seeing that in a trajectory of, of leadership. We're seeing in a trajectory of appointments. Um, it is now kind of a, an unofficial litmus test that anyone that is appointed as an entity trustee is, is on board with meaningful reform. Yeah. That was unheard of five years ago. Yeah, for sure. It and was m- preserving and maintaining. It, it was preserving and maintaining. And yeah. And I think I think one of the this is again this is another conversation for another day. But what we are inheriting as the next generation stepping into leadership in the SBC is that we are inheriting a a convention that rather than move forward, um, took vic- what made a practice of taking victory laps, yeah, and and mm-hmm. not progressing forward, but rather just kind of living in this lionized past yeah and yeah that 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 has shaped out in in past leadership past decisions um that you know we're we're starting to see new wine skins and and i'm sorry new grape juice skins um and and that is going to (laughs) (laughs) and that is going to take 
That, it's it, it's going to you know the the whole um, conservative resurgence or, or takeover depending on you know yeah, right. where your but listeners are coming right, from. Right. Um, yeah. it, it was a it was a it was about a twenty year process um, to to kind of take the convention where it is now. And if we're going to move kind of into a healthy ecclesiology, healthy convention um, in the future, it's it's going to take twenty years. And yeah. and right now we're on like year four. I look forward to, first of all, at my, at my church plant, we're going to have real wine, Scott. So when, if you come visit, if you can conflict, if your conscience will allow, I'm just kidding. Well, well, but you know, there's, we won't go into this, but there's these legendary stories of the back of the napkin, kind of the meeting, the, uh, the meeting where the, the conservative resurgence was planned, you know, and stuff like that. And so I look forward to 20 years from now, what's going to be the story of the people who said, no, we're going to put this on a you know, yeah, yeah, return this to a healthy path. Yes. And, and I think, I think we're starting, and this is, this is, this is the capital C church issue as well, is I think we have, we have lost our taste. I'm hoping we have, I'm hoping we have lost our taste for celebrity in the church. Um, this, I hope so. Too, I, hope so. I, I'm, I'm, I'm done with this whole you know yeah. lauding and red carpeting yeah people um yeah. that that has no place in in the kingdom of christ yeah. um yeah so um, yeah I, I think we're starting to see that that's another one it's going to take a while yeah. but i hope we get there yeah for sure yeah well i i um thanks for this conversation just um you're 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 uh, a pastor in the trenches also, you know, with this big picture and, and I appreciate that you are not afraid to speak truth to power and to question some things. And I've seen the, the shots you've taken on Twitter, you know, sometimes not because you tweeted, you know, when they were all fighting somebody else or whatever, but um, yeah, just thanks for yeah. the, for the frankness and that we can have this conversation with each other. So I, I think this is what's been, this has been missing in, especially as we kind of saw, I, it really feels like there's been just kind of an entrenchment in, in the, the capital C church where, yeah. you know, you have groups and, and all they're, all they are is they're in a stalemate. And, and we're doing that to our own detriment when we see, um, you know, the United States is the third or fourth largest unreached country on the planet. People yeah. are sent countries, other countries For are sure. sending their missionaries yeah, I've, here. Yeah, I've had some of those missionaries in my classes. They're yeah. coming from Korea to, yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. We have, we, other countries, we have yeah. a, there is a, there is a Christian school in our town that is basically like a mission outpost from Korea because, yeah. well, you know, it's Illinois. I mean, Lord knows we need Jesus here, yeah. but you know, right. um, but yeah, I mean, it, 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 we have, we have fallen into this entrenchment and um, we're, we're doing it to our detriment, you know, yes, have convictions, hold to those. Um, but it is, it is, it, it is familial, um, not not adversarial. Yeah. Um, you and I get along 363 it, it days a year. Familial. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. It, there are two days a year where you and I will be on opposite sides, and it is when UNC and Louisville have the home and home right, for basketball. Right. Yes. That's it. <laughs> yeah. That's like it's it's fine. Like I don't right. that 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 attitude should carry over into the church where. Yeah it's fine. Like we're, yeah. we, we can be okay. And, yeah. and I, I think that's, I think that's a missing element. Yeah. Well, thank you truly yeah. brother for being a brother. Thank you, sister. Yeah. I appreciate yeah. that. Yeah. In that. And um, I'll share in the show notes, we talked about a lot of different, you know, kind of some insider language, but you know, uh, Danvers statement stuff. So I'll put those links so people can kind of yeah. follow and if they want to dig into that stuff, but um, yep. Yeah, and if any of your listeners have any, like you know, I, I'm an open book on on SBC Life. Um, yeah. If they're like, "Hey, I saw this on the news," you, you can find me on Twitter at Scott M Douglas, and I'd be happy to to answer whatever questions I might have because you know I'm so thankful for the the religion reporters that were there. Um, they are they're they're great. They are um, underappreciated. Um, but they can't really catch the, 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 air in the room type thing. Yeah. And so there's, you know, all of us left new Orleans with more questions than answered. And mm. 
I'm happy to, to, to try to help yeah. clarify whatever I can. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you. And, um, I see, I mean, you got your Cardinal shirt and now you're in St. Louis. You didn't, you can even wear that for baseball. Like you have the same mascot for everything you've got. We do. We have the same mascot and yeah. much like our Louisville Cardinals, the St. Louis have not been, not been fun to watch this yeah. year, but <laughs> come to okay. Denver home of the world champion Denver Nuggets. Oh my gosh. Who would have ever thought? I know. Wow. I know. That's... We'll take it while it, we'll enjoy it while it lasts. Enjoy every second of that yeah. one. Cause they're, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, my uh, my kids are like fascinated with Jokic because they're like, "How is he that good? Like, yeah. he does not look like he should be that." No, good. he doesn't. No, not at all. <laughs> not at all. Yeah. Well, if you ever come out to Denver, or if I'm in the, you know, in your part of the country, we just don't cross paths much. But I'm so glad we keep connected this yeah. way. So absolutely. Thank no, you thank so you, much. Ange. Yeah. Thank you.